because this is uh, the day of sort of acknowledging the Holy Spirit, I thought I would just uh, wait for a word from God and so I didn't prepare anything for today. I'll let the Spirit lead me. <laughs> Actually, I went to a funeral one time where that's exactly what happened. And it was an old path, hardshell Baptist down in the Ozark Mountains. And I wasn't officiating at the funeral. He was. I was just in the congregation, if you will. He, he began just like I did. You know, I'm waiting for a word from the Lord. And then he would talk on a while. And then he'd go back and say, now I'm just waiting for the Lord to give me a word to say today. You know? And uh, pretty soon, after about 20 minutes, he says, well, I guess I don't have a word from the Lord today. And he sat down. The funeral director leaned over because he knew me. He leaned over and said, Thank God he didn't have a word from the Lord today. We would have been here for 45 minutes. So I have prepared. Okay. And one of the things I wanted to do is to make today fun. So what I want you to do is everybody to stand up and switch sides. I'm serious. Okay, you all get used to sitting in the same place. Come on. We're going to let the wind of the Spirit move us. Everybody stand up and switch sides. Okay, up in the balcony, you guys do the same thing. You're going to get a whole different perspective. Well, I, I hope that this gives you a new perspective on the gospel today. And besides, it's nice to have different faces on different sides. I, I hope that it gives you a new perspective because... That's what I want us to talk about today, because that's exactly what Pentecost is all about. Really, it is about having a new perspective that God gives to us. What is Pentecost? It's a strange, churchy-sounding name, but it's really very simple. It means 50th. Today is the Sunday, the 50th day since Easter, when we were celebrating the beginning of the Easter season and we were celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. In Old Testament days, they had a, a, a festival. It was a pilgrimage festival. When people would want to go to a holy place to celebrate. And that also in Greek was called Pentecost. Because it was 50 days after the passing over of the death of the firstborn and the ancient Hebrew people being released from slavery in Egypt. Fifty days later, they would celebrate in the springtime what they called Festival of Weeks or the Harvest Festival. And it was a time of giving thanks to God by bringing in the first harvest of the winter wheat. And they would present that uh, to the altar of God at the Holy of Holies as a sacrificial gift. And so after, in the New Testament, after Jesus had died, the apostles had been hiding in that upper room and really not sure what to do. They came to the day of Pentecost and the city of Jerusalem was just filled, filled with hundreds, thousands, maybe tens of thousands of visitors who had come. And they were there to celebrate the Festival of Weeks. 
a Pentecost celebration, and it was in their hiding place. With all of their fear, then came this spirit. Joel, the prophet, had talked about it, and it was also, Jesus has said, I will send you a comforter, I will send you God's Spirit. You will not be alone. And so they experienced this, and they were transformed by it. We also call this the birthday of the church, because they went out from being afraid and went out to preach the gospel. And 3,000 people were, were converted and baptized on that day into faith in Jesus Christ. And that is the beginning of the church as we know it. And so this is the birth of the church that we celebrate today. But it's also that God has not left us alone but continues to give us Holy Spirit to be a part of who we are, to be the nudge that gets us moving in the right direction, that gives us a sense of God's presence in our daily lives. It's where we are seeking renewal and freshness and transformation. And so this is what Pentecost is all about. We wear red because there are the tongues of fire that come, and, and it's the fire of burning affirmation and desire to be with God. This is a time of renewal for each one of us. The Bible is a book that gives us the information about how God has reached out to us and sought to nudge us in certain directions to bring renewal into our lives. I love that in Genesis chapter 1 you have this vision of a chaotic world that is without form and without void and yet A.B. read that the, the Spirit of God is hovering over it. Very much like a, a mother hen protecting her brood. The Spirit was there in the Garden of Eden, in God's voice speaking to Adam and Eve. And in the destruction of the world and Noah's salvation, the Spirit was there in the coming of a dove with an olive branch. In the time of Exodus, when they were wandering in the wilderness, when they were in exile before they were released to go back to Jerusalem, in all of these ways, it's, the Bible is a story about how God is present in people's lives through the Spirit. And the Spirit is this profound presence that we cannot live without. Because without it, we dry up like the valley of dry bones in Ezekiel 36. We, we can become dried up. We can become dead. You remember uh, back in the McCarthy era when everybody was afraid of the communists? What was the saying? It is better dead than red. You all remember that. It was better to be dead than to be a communist. And that was the, the word that went around. Sometimes we use that today. It's uh, better to be embarrassed than to die. You won't die of embarrassment. But I want to change that today. It is better to
to be read than dead. It is better to be alive in the passion and the power of the Spirit, to be glowing a, a bright red glow of passion, rather than to be dead in the Spirit. And it's also easy for us to just wither away and to not have that sense of power of the presence of the Spirit. It's easy for our spiritual lives to dry up and to not be sensitive to God's presence and God's leading and God's nudging. Now, this can be for you individually, but it also can be true for us as a congregation. It's easy to become complacent. It's easy for us to just simply go about our daily routine without any awareness that God is present in our lives. And so we have to celebrate once in a while the reality that God's Spirit is sort of giving us a shove. It's sort of tickling our fancy for something new that is guiding us in a direction that gives us hope and purpose and meaning. All of these things are by the Spirit. This is the third person of the Trinity. This is acknowledged to be where really the formation of the Trinity begins. Because people begin to seek an understanding of who is this triune God? What does that mean? And how can you have one God that's in three persons? And yet, it is in now the coming of the Spirit that the Trinity is complete. That we have the Creator God. And that we have the Son who was sent for salvation, God incarnate in the flesh. And now, we know that Jesus has sent the Son. Left us not alone, but with the Spirit that leads us and keeps us. And so today I want you to think about newness, new beginnings. Not sort of like you put on a new set of clothes, but how you are transformed. How you are changed completely from within. Not like changing your shirt. But it's transformation that comes from the inside by the very power of God. What I want you to do today is to think in your own mind about you, you yourself individually, and us together as a community of faith. Where are you being invited to newness? Where are you being invited to be transformed from who you are into what God would have you be? And then to think about it about us, First Baptist Church. Who is God calling us to become? Where do we need to be transformed? And where do we experience that transforming power of the Holy Spirit? If you'll take out your bulletin, you will notice that there is 
on the front of the bulletin, there's this orange-colored margin. And in that margin on the left-hand side of the cover, I want you to take two minutes and give thought to how God is inviting you to be new and then to write that down on your bulletin and take the bulletin with you. I want you to do it about how God is transforming you personally and individually. And then also, how is God transforming us? What is the Spirit doing? This is Pentecost Sunday. This is a day for us to think about how the Spirit moves us and renews us. So let's take two minutes, and then Dennis will begin our song as we end this message part of our service today.